1: Well, thank you and Merry Christmas. Getting ready for the Christmas season here, which is fully upon us. And of course, uh, this weekend, we've got uh, Christmas Eve on um, Saturday, Christmas on Sunday. We've got some great... Christmas programming going to lead into the Christmas holidays for you here coming up on Lifeline. Two great hours of um, an old-fashioned Christmas for you, and uh, we appreciate whatever you're doing this Christmas season, you taking KFAX along. Well, as we all ready for uh, travel and family coming into town and spending the holidays together in this most important uh, season of the year in the Christian calendar, um, there are a lot of people that unfortunately are looking at Christmas as just yet another day. is isn't so much that they don't have the the heart or the spirit, but their spirits have been crushed because of circumstances perhaps beyond their control. Maybe illness in the family that created a problem with employment, mounting medical bills, perhaps the loss of a job, whatever it might be. Life happens to all of us, right? And then some people kind of get caught up in that. And suddenly they're facing economic challenges the likes of which we've never seen before. And if you've been unemployed in the pay area... You know that for the period of time that the unemployment insurance is there, um, it's not much. And certainly if you've got the average Bay Area mortgage to pay, (coughs) loss of a job without having a big nest egg at your disposal could be the loss of your home. And as we've seen the impact of not only the job market in the Bay Area, but now inflation, more and more families this year are really struggling at Christmas. And this is why the Bay Area Rescue Mission always seeks to not only make sure that there is an open door and a welcome hand for everybody that comes to the mission during the cold winter months, But most importantly for families that are struggling, that they can receive food, an ability to be able to celebrate Christmas at home that otherwise, without our help and the efforts of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, Would not be possible. Joining me now is the CEO and president of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, Bram Begonia. Bram, I know it's busy season over there at the Rescue Mission, so I don't want to hold you for too long, but wanted to touch basis and have you give us a little bit of an update as to what's going on during this week leading into Christmas at the Bay Area Rescue Mission.
2: Craig, thank you for having us, and we've been praying for you to get better in your voice as well. It's great to be on. Uh, Today was our big uh, Christmas box giveaway. We served over 500 uh, families uh, physically in line with Boxes of Hope, and each and every night we do our traditional... Uh, Christmas dinners all week long. Of course, everyone in our community, whether you're a homeless shelter guest or you're a student in our program, or you live in the neighborhood, you want to drive in for a meal anytime you're hungry, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, you can eat at the Rescue Mission free of charge. Uh, We are ready to take you in and to love on you.
1: Bay Area Rescue Mission really in that sense has been a beacon of hope for so many people that know that um, no matter how dire their circumstances might become, they can always find not only a warm plate of food, a warm place to sleep if if so need be, but at the very least find a warm reception. And, and I think this is really the distinction. There are soup kitchens out there and there are uh, pantries that provide food, but the Bay Area Rescue Mission really goes above and beyond uh, caring for the whole person. And I guess that really has been And the key to the difference in lives being changed and so many people that maybe, Bram, come in because they're looking to get in and out of the cold, they're looking for a meal, their family needs a meal, whatever the case might be. And suddenly they discover there's so much more going on at the Bay Area Rescue Mission.
2: Uh, It is, Craig. and, And I'm happy to say that, you know, this is what's happening Everyone, you know, it's been raining a lot, and we have the county core team, C-O-R-E, that goes out there in the community. We have groups and wonderful churches. Uh, Hope 680 is another ministry that's out there going to the encampments and to the RV parks and all of these uh, organizations. SOS is another one. All of these organizations all across the bay area when they go out there they're passing out you know that people are in the rain where are they going to go and point people to they're all pointing them to the bay area rescue mission so it all comes to one place and that's why we're geared up and prepared and that's why we need support and because uh this is really where people go nobody wants to be at the bay area rescue mission for christmas craig but we are ready to serve and as that saying goes if you don't have a friend in the world we have plenty of friends and family for you that are ready to take in you to take you in during this time of the year and care for you.
1: And, uh, you know, Brown, I'm so glad that you make that point because I think sometimes we get a little bit uh, jaded. We we read stories about the homeless situation in the Bay Area. We we see people that are asking for money at the freeway off ramps or where we might, uh, you know, traverse going to school or work, whatever the case might be. And, and maybe either kind of turn the other way because you feel as if you've seen so much of it or you get frustrated and you think, geez, Somebody really ought to do something about this. Uh, Why do these people allow this to happen? Nobody starts life saying, you know, one day when I grow up, I want to be homeless. One day when I grow up, I want to have a, a, an addiction that destroys my family. Nobody starts out that way. Nobody looks to be in this scenario. And yet oftentimes, as I said earlier, life happens and people find themselves in these circumstances. The good news is the Bay Area Rescue Mission, like a big, loving rescue net, swoops in to catch these people before they completely fall and and wind up by the wayside, which is sadly how um, secular society tends to treat them. And gives them a renewed sense of hope, if they've ever had hope before, at least now they've got a taste of what real hope is, and to see the thousands of lives that have been changed year over year and people that 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 get off the street, get back into productive lives and, community, and, and part of the community and so forth, and then get involved in ministry and reaching others. It's phenomenal to see what the Bay Area Rescue Mission has done over the years. And, and Bram, the real key has been, as you point out, it's acknowledging nobody wants to be here here, but here they are, so let's do everything that we can to first and foremost give them hope and show them Christ's love.
2: Yeah, Craig, and that's where it all starts. When the enemy teaches all of us, and we've we've all been through uh, through that, Craig, where we say I can do it on my own, I can provide for my family, I can do it, I don't need a body of believers, I don't need the Lord, I can just get a job and take care of my family. When When that comes crashing down and you can't and you find yourself asking for help, that's where it actually starts. <laughs> that's where actually the process begins to, to say, oh, I can't do this on my own. I've been trying to do it on my own way. I need to depend on somebody else, it's a different group of people, uh, have a relationship with the Lord, and, and move on with my life. And that's that is where the process begins. And that's why so many people are generous once they've been helped, because they know they didn't want help. They've received help, whether it's from the Bay Area Rescue Mission or another church or another nonprofit. And because they've been helped in their deepest uh, need, their time of need, that's why they're so generous and that's why they're so loyal. They'll, They'll give $25 a month to help the ministry because they've been there and they've been supported and they know how much that helps. Uh, when you need a hand and somebody's there to give you a hand up.
1: And and to know that we, as believers, can also be that, that offer of a hand up in encouraging people, in bringing hope to their lives... And and really, in a very practical sense, um, giving them the capacity to be able to break a cycle of of be a drug addiction or poverty or whatever it might be and to see their lives completely changed. And and if you're somebody whose life has been touched by Christ, and I would imagine since you're listening to this program and this radio station, that is indeed the case. I want to challenge you to be a part of this partnership. Um, As Bram points out, this is no one acting as an island. Um, People that come to perhaps show up because they're looking for a meal end up finding Christ and seeing their lives revolutionized. So when we talk about, hey, can you help us provide the resources to provide the meals Bay Area Rescue Mission between the Boxes of Hope distributed as well as all the meals that are served directly at the Rescue Mission now through Christmas, upwards of during this Christmas season alone, that means just since December 1st. Some 20,000 meals, all told, will be provided. But that can only happen with your help and support. Now, maybe it's too late in the season for you to run down there and be a volunteer, but something to think about for uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving of next year. But in the meanwhile, all of us can take advantage of a very special grant challenge that's available for a limited time, which doubles your giving today. That's right. If you give a gift of, let's say, $1, $1, with the matching grant will be doubled, and that two bucks will provide a meal. Imagine how you can provide a meal for only two dollars and a warm, nutritious, hearty meal at that. I know that there's no restaurant that will serve that to you. If you cook the food at home, you probably couldn't get the price per meal down to $2. But the Bay Area Rescue Mission is able to do so through strategic partnerships. But partnerships is the key, and that means your partnership, your participation makes a difference. As you consider your end-of-year giving, would you consider taking advantage of this grant challenge, which doubles your gift today? If you give a $50 gift right now, that will become $100, and that $100 will Provide meals to 50 needy individuals. Let's hear from you today. You can simply go to KFAX.com and click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. That's at KFAX.com. If it's easier still, you can call us right now toll-free at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. And give your gift right now. We've got Miles standing by to take your call. Remember Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. Every dollar you give as you consider your end-of-year tax deduction, every dollar you give is fully tax-deductible. And now through the end of this week... Every dollar you give is going to be matched dollar for dollar, so you can double the impact that your giving has. Again, the average cost of a meal is just two dollars. A fifty-dollar gift tonight with the matching grant, which means fifty meals will be able to be provided. And um, we just need to hear from you right now. So, if you haven't called yet to give that gift, would you do so right now? Simply go online to kfax.com and click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner, or give that gift by dialing toll free triple eight three six seven five three two nine. That's eight 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 three six seven five three two nine well bram begonia i know it's exciting times going on over at the bay area rescue mission this is really a a busy season for all of you we want to thank you so much bram for sharing a bit of the story and uh, most importantly helping i think the challenge and encourage all of us to really stand with this ministry as we all together endeavor to make a difference in the lives of so many hurting people
2: Thank you, Craig, and Merry Christmas to you, Jordan Michaels, and the whole team. Uh, Jesus is the reason for the season. We're here to serve our community, and we need all the help we can get. Thank you so much. God bless you.
1: God bless you, too. Keep up the good work, and again, I encourage folks, go online, give that gift right now. Go to kfax.com, click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage.
0: And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts.
3: the night is- i <laughs>
1: Many of us feel that Christmas is all about the decorating of the house, feasting and shopping, and the exchanging of presents. And while enjoying the festival with our near and dear ones, we should remember that the festivity takes on a greater significance if we celebrate it with the real spirit of Christmas. Being a Christian, I know that Christmas is a time to reflect and celebrate the birthday of our Savior, Jesus Christ. During this season, we celebrate the greatest gift the human race has ever known— God's gift of Jesus Christ, His Son. God, in His love and mercy, saw our spiritual need, and so that on that Christmas night over 2,000 years ago, He sent forth His Son. As a child, I used to long for December. It was always heartening to attend Christmas Eve services, sing carols under the soft glow of the lights in the cold of December, and be greeted by the arrival of gifts placed carefully under the tree. As I grew up, I started wondering about the essence of the Christmas season. And I came to know more about Him and the reason for celebrating His birth. The Bible says we are lost and separated from God. But Jesus Christ came to bring us back. For all have sinned against God and are far away from His presence. But by profiting from the gift of God's grace, all of us could be saved. Ephesians two eight says, For by grace we are saved through faith, And that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. Unlike any other baby, the one that was born that night in Bethlehem was unique in all of history. He was not created by a human father. He had a heavenly pre-existence as we see in John 1 verses 1 through 3. He is God, the Son, creator of the universe in Philippians 2 and 5. This is why Christmas is called the Incarnation, a word which means in the flesh. In the birth of Jesus, the eternal, all-powerful, and all-knowing Creator came to earth in the flesh. Why would God do such a thing? Why would He come as a child instead of appearing in power and majesty? Why would He make Himself a true man and live among us when He knew full well how terribly He would be treated? It was love. So, Christmas in a very real way is the celebration of God's gift to the world, His Son. It brings hope and gives a new lease on life. It means a time to reconcile and submit ourselves completely to Christ. It means a time to help the poor and needy share the joys and pains of loved ones. Let's forget everything else this season and bring Jesus and his teachings to the center so that this Christmas turns out to be the most joyous celebration ever. As part of that joy, I've always wondered about the reflections of older believers, those who have lived in Christ for 30, 40, 50, 60, even more years. Joining us now is a very special guest, Reverend Ephraim Treadle, whose ministry on radio and television here in the San Francisco Bay Area and internationally has spanned more than 50 years. He joins us now with his reflections on Christmas. A
4: song, a gift we thank you lord for this new day a gift of life and a gift of grace we enjoyed your supper of love divine with the redeeming blood from your cross we now enriched in our daily trail can sing the joy of your sacred heart may all the world which we try to embrace receive the abundance of peace and grace. A song of joy. Today, a song of joy came in my life and fill my heart with memories and love, as I remembered all the gifts received when needed comfort in my fragile life. It was your love, my friend, and was your strength, your understanding, and God's own answer, grace, that saved me, and then it chased away the fear, the darkness of those days, and all my tears. But now, my friend, I walk again with you to share the dreams that finally came true. In love, we can now sing our thanks to God, enjoy the peace so gratefully received. joyful celebration, so beautiful, so warm, so human and divine that nothing upon this earth can be compared to it. No ocean's beauty or desert's intact vastity, no waterfall's solemnity, no mountain's heights, no all-man's conquests, no vastity of the skies can simply be compared just to the sweetness of your godly infinity and human heart. We know of your divinity of the world you have created rich of marvels and the promises for an eternal life. But Mary's child was born in the simplicity of human life. The miracle of love then was revealed. A child with human body Beauty and life hiding the beauty of you, the eternal Father.
0: And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts.
4: I need your hand, oh Jesus, to lift me up, to give me strength for another day. With you, I see the way as I wake up each day in the splendor of life. With you, I will embrace the marvels of the spirit, the splendid waves of God, the infinity of his love. Jesus, I love you so. And as you hold my hand, I feel your strength I am falling in love again and feel my human heart walking in peace. the vision of a life of joy because my world now as a divine child who is teaching me love and is teaching me peace. So I turn to my daily routine with a spirit of joy since God's Son gave me feelings of love from a crib to blossom in the embrace of a whole life. Christmas is vibrating in my daily chores with candles and gifts and embraces of love. So I will try to prolong that sweet feeling of peace, made of intimate joy, so that Christmas may open its flowers of joy for me along the road of my daily chores. As the melodies of Christmas are still vibrating in our thirsty world, let's continue... A joyful adoration of that infant in the crib, joyfully embraced by a joyful mother, happily cared for from a very proud father. And we look and we love. Christmas may seem now long gone, and the shepherds are leaving the crib, but their joy is so great and I'm sure that I still come to visit dear Joseph and Mary, still closed in the hills, and joyfully the shepherds come by just to see how beautiful is that Jesus. I am sure that we still meditate on the feast just celebrated, the birth of our Christ, and we know in our hearts those sweet moments and the lights, and the gifts, and the songs. And I wonder if we keep in our hearts all the joy we can have when walking with Jesus. Now Christmas is going away, and we go on our trail. But I hope we remember the joy, the dreams we enjoyed at the birth of Jesus. And I hope will remember the joy of a family and the joy of rich and poor when the price of a life is the life of a heart. Blessed by God.
0: The Lifeline with Craig Roberts.
4: today i had the pleasure to have some visit elderly people who are in need of comfort you have a lot of wonderful things to do and you kind of forget the world outside so much so that the other day a friend took me out for a quick visit and in the middle of a city where i live for almost 70 years i was lost the changes when you have the type of life I have every day where all I have to say is to take all the pills the doctors will give me. And those two or three things that pertains to the community, like some prayers in the morning. I do other things like play the piano for somebody who is uh, tired to be alone. But it's an assurance but it's a life. Now, at Christmas particularly I really feel the isolation in which I am, because there are the gifts, there are the decoration. particularly those who are in need. I enjoy, for example, a couple of evenings with associations, where all the members were brothers and sisters, and Christmas was the theme of the whole evening. So anticipating the real day for me. But when I come back here all that world outside goes down and you remain with what you have. And there is Christmas or any specific days that call our attention more than usual because every day is a gift, every day is an encounter with God, every day is a step forward. But when these occasions come, we stress the presence of beautiful things like the birth of Christ to become the son of Mary, the little boy in the hands of Joseph, the center of our Christmas. In the birth of Christ, we see the utmost miracle that we can expect above any other miracles that a God that has created me is in three divine person. And then we see that it's God to save me, to love me, to ensure me that I will have an eternal life, not just this life. So when I think of this, but I am old enough to see that my life won't last more than a few years. It seems like it's not a very happy thought, but it's a reality. At the same time, it's a joy, because if you believe what I believe, not only we are happy that Christmas is coming and going and this time goes on, but if I think that I believe in a soul, in an eternal image, then I go above that. It's just one door that we go through, and I'm thinking instead, like all saints, to fall in love with God And it's not always easy because the world is full of distraction. We are attached to this and to that, to our job, to our health. All this go and we have heaven. And it's kind of funny because uh, I ask anybody, would you like to go to heaven? They say, yes. You want to go tomorrow? Say, no. So um, I inquire, is the yes wrong? Is there no, wrong? Shouldn't it be vice versa? Will you believe in another life? Will you be happy when you can embrace the God you are talking about? I will say yes. I look at the life of St. Francis and St. Francis gave up everything. I mean, he was crazy. He gave up everything just in order to serve God and he died after spending a months in a grotto looking at the cross and feeling in his heart what Christ has suffered before he died. I look at other saints and they all tell me the story. Some, they look at the things around them and they saw that there were just fragile things on our walk toward God. So I have all the reason to say that even this Christmas, with the coming New Year, are important in our life. It all depends what our life is, what our faith is. And then we can choose between what is good and what is better than good. A God that has created me. And then we see that it's God to save me, to love me, to ensure me that I will have an eternal life, eternal in love. Well, since uh, myself, I think of my family too, and I I must think of you too. Like many of those who are with me here, they may suffer. They cannot get together with their family. But if you are listening to me now, I don't have to tell you how precious is Christmas. Because being happy and being satisfied, it doesn't depend from the things we have or the freedom that we have. But from what is in our heart, it's up to you and your faith. I just wish that everybody understand to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.
1: Reflections on Christmas by a man who has spent an amazing 70-plus years in full-time ministry. In April of this year, he published his most recent book and in May celebrated his 90th birthday. If you'd like to send a note or a card of encouragement to Reverend Treadle, you can write to him at Rev. Ephraim Treadle, Number 1 Thomas Morway, Suite 10, San Francisco, California, 94132. That's Reverend Ephraim Treadle, number one Thomas Moore Way, San Francisco, California, 94132. And as Ephraim Treadle would say, Christ reign always. Merry Christmas. <music>